As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. Before we get started, we would like to invite you to leave a review for this podcast in iTunes. It's a brand new show and it's really important in the launch of a new podcast to gather reviews. Will you please help us spread the word by leaving a review so that more mamas have a chance of finding this podcast when they search for one? We read every single review and we promise to keep doing that. We love what everyone, all of you ladies have been saying about the Pregnancy and Birth Made Easy podcast here with My Essential Birth. So thank you everyone for your continued support. The reviewer of the week is Jess0812 Sonography, which has me wondering, is she a sonographer? You'll have to tell us. In a DM. Okay, so she says, I can't get enough. This is hands down the best pregnancy podcast I have found. I love how these women talk about topics that matter and always address both sides to every issue. I can't get enough of this podcast. Thank you for providing information to women about the choices they have for bringing their babies into this world. Now, Jess, I don't know if you're going to feel that way about tonight's topic, <laughs> if it's like, you know, one of the important ones, ones that matter, but it's sure as heck going to be a whole lot of fun. And we're happy that you found our podcast too. In fact, it's because of all of you guys being so generous and thoughtful and leaving us reviews that I'm going to brag on us. I'm going to toot our own <laughs> horn here for a second. We are the number one podcast on all platforms, I think. On Spotify. Spotify for and pregnancy for and birth when you search those, which is huge. Yeah, and and iTunes, which is a little more competitive. Um, <laughs> we're the number one for unmedicated birth, and I want to thank you guys for all that from the bottom. Huge. And I mean, I know as you're saying that, I'm thinking I don't think we could have paid somebody to give us a better description of what I think we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And anyway, so that was an amazing review. Thank you so much. You guys rock. We appreciate it. We are now at a point where like, we try to pick a reviewer of the week before each podcast, and Steph and I stop to read them all, and we're like, there's so many good ones. It's like choosing a favorite child. How in the world can we pick? So we'll keep podcasting. You guys keep leaving reviews. It's a And good we'll keep s- highlighting you. There you go. <laughs> it's a good symbiotic relationship. Okay, why don't you introduce today's topic? I'm kind of excited about it. So we won't tell you that we are podcasting at 9 o'clock at night. No big deal. Okay, <laughs> 10 things partners should not do. 
Okay, so this is if your partner is around, I'd say give him an earbud, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is the night. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe maybe warm him up to us first. Otherwise, he's going to be like, don't listen to those ladies anymore. I totally disagree. I think this is the episode to have them listen to because it's going to be fun but informative, and that kind of sums us up. We so. love partners. We're not ganging up on you. We just like to have fun too, and we were laughing out loud pretty yeah. good. So we know you're going to like it. All right, top 10 things a birth partner should definitely not do during birth. Here we go. Number one, do not be on your phone during birth unless it's to time contractions. And don't use that as an excuse to actually be on your phone. Mm -hmm. And then she asks you how long those were apart. And you're like, oh, wait. Um, I don't know. 48 seconds. No, they weren't. (laughs) She can see on the monitor. I will tell you, I had a doula client one time whose husband, bless his heart. See, now I can say whatever I want about him. That's not nice because I started it off with bless his heart. Mm. Bless his heart. His wife is in active labor. That's why we were at the hospital. She's having intense contractions. She and I are working through them. And I don't know, obviously, maybe I didn't do a good job explaining what not to do during birth. This guy was trying to FaceTime their other two kids and family no. members who were watching those other two kids at home while she's having a contraction. And he's literally dangling the phone in front of her face, you know, arm way out. Honey, honey, say hi to the kids. Say oh, hi to the kids. Goodness. She, you, when your contractions are that intense, you can't talk to anyone you don't want to talk to anyone you're so focused on relaxing and doing your thing I finally had to pull him aside after like a minute of him trying like you need to put your phone away you're (laughs) you're done no more trying to FaceTime or have her talk to family she's you know she's we've all been at a birth where we've been hired because a partner is a little bit checked out, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're not going to be the support that the mom needs. And so at least, I mean, at a minimum, right? If you're going to be that person, like hiring somebody that can, <laughs> can do the work with her. All right. Let me talk about an exception to this rule in my mind. If your birth partner, your laboring loved one chooses to receive an epidural, I do feel like one of the advantages to an epidural is that it can bring some rest and relief time. And so if she's feeling good and she's like, you know what, I want to watch TV or I want to rest. And then I feel like if that's what she's doing, it's probably okay for you to that That is your time to rest. Yeah. yeah. That's so your if you want to be chill. on your phone then and you can tell that she's okay yeah. with that, I would say go for it. And that's after, you bring up a good point, that's after mom is comfortable, she's relaxed, she has every pillow she needs, she has water, yeah. chapstick, I mean everything that you could possibly think of and she is physically closing her eyes and starting to breathe deep because she is taking that as her resting time that she needs. Mm-hmm. Then and you can look at your phone. <laughs> exactly. Love it. If you have chosen to notify family, friends, or whoever, hey, we're headed to the birthplace, going to have this baby, um, also make sure that you put your phone on silent, notifications or silence. There is nothing more annoying than hearing the ding, ding of people asking, when's baby going to be here and all that kind of stuff. So just, you know, silence your phone, put it away. Your attention's completely on her unless, like we said, she's comfortably resting and has everything she needs. Totally. Okay. Number two, we love you guys, but you are not allowed to complain about anything no <laughs> during labor feet hurt Nothing. don't care yep. oh hold on it's not that we don't care it's just it, there's no way in heck that it holds a candle to what she's experiencing so and it's not supportive yeah it's like saying those things are not going to encourage her or make her feel any better no so if anything 
at least for me, I would suddenly start to be worried about him and is he Mm -hmm. enjoying this experience as well? And that's just added stress and mental weight that she does not need. Right. Totally. So keep it to yourself. Keep and keep the focus on mom in every possible way. In fact, I would say if there is some way or some time that you guys are experiencing something that's uncomfortable, use that as your trigger to say something positive to mom. Um, anyways, but you're not allowed to say it out loud. If your forearms hurt from lots of counter pressure, just, Oh, are you so tired after 12 hours? hours in the middle of the night. (laughs) I feel so bad for you. (laughs) Not. Nope. Don't feel bad. Number three, do not assume that preparing for birth is just for her. It is absolutely not. I hope that you've had a chance to listen to the podcast I did with my husband, Nate. Um, This is your time to shine. This is your time to show up and really be there for her and for your baby. Um, It's just as important for you to know what the heck is going on and the ins and outs of birth as much as she is in case you need to advocate for her. Absolutely. And not just that, but you also need to know you need to give her that confidence and that empowerment for herself. You need to be able to to know as well as she does when it's time to go to the birthplace, mm-hmm. what is on her birth plan, um, how you can physically and verbally help and support and love on her. And so if you, like, even if you're in the birth course, hear us out, partners that are in the birth course. If all you're getting is the information you're hearing sidelined while you're reading the newspaper or a book or looking at your phone while you're sitting next to her in bed and she's super focused on these videos. That is not the kind of focus Mm -hmm. that you're gonna need to be the support that she needs when it's actually go time. This is stuff you guys have to practice hands-on from the very beginning. Um, If you are planning on saying really nice, wonderful things to her and giving her encouragement, even repeating some of the things that you've heard, even within our videos within the birth course or on this podcast, during the labor time, but you've never said that to her until labor time. It's going to feel awkward. Super awkward for you and for her. And it's not going to be helpful. It's not going to feel natural. Even if you want it to be useful. Yeah. And I will say that while a lot of the time women intuitively know what positions to get into, I know at least for me, um, I reach maybe transition. I just don't even know what I want. I just know that I need something. Mm -hmm. And it was always so helpful to be able to have my husband say, honey, your back's hurting. Let's try hands and knees because mm-hmm. yeah. you know he knew the information so well that okay if we're dealing with a posterior baby and she's feeling back labor hands and knees is the best position for her to be in you need to know that stuff in case she forgets because she's birthing yeah absolutely okay give us the next one all right next do not say you understand how she feels <laughs> I think this might be my favorite one because nobody's going to believe you. That's why, right? Right. No. Yeah. Oh, I know how you're... No, you don't. You've never pushed a baby through your vagina. There, you don't even have one, so... I tried telling my husband, I was like, maybe for you it would be like squeezing out an orange, a grape. I was trying to like do the ratio and I was like, you know what? Forget it. I just don't think you're going to be able to really understand what it feels like. Wait, squeezing it out from where? What was the plan with that? Orange or grape wire? I'm not going to say that word on our podcast. I was like, through your nose? I've heard that no. analogy before. It, they're oh. like, it's like squeezing it, which I disagree with because it doesn't stretch like that. But if you're talking about the other thing. I'm just like, it's not to say that guys have never experienced pain before. I'm sure they've. <laughs> Look, let us be clear. Things. There's even 
We've all had bowel movements, okay? There's nothing that oh, compares to what it feels like to have a child. You can't. There's nothing. You know the closest thing I've gotten to is kidney, kidney stones. stones. Yeah. And I'm not the only one that says that. So, And this yeah. is something that I, I've actually said to men. I only assume it's just as terrible. But if you can relate to how a kidney stone works in the sense that it brings on pain that comes in waves um, and gets more intense and more intense until you're possibly throwing up or you pass the stone yeah. or okay in, in that sense you can relate it a little but even then it is not the equivalent of of that end part of like pushing a baby out and everything so anyways that I was like, our gentle loving way of saying just you yeah. don't you don't understand in a, the most loving way that we could say so just don't say that yep okay number five um do not watch the monitors more than mom. Now, this kind of will depend on what setting that you're birthing in. If you're going yeah. to a hospital from time to time, they may put her on an external fetal monitor. That's the band that goes around the belly. Um, and that's for baby's heart rate. There's another one that goes across to kind of measure contractions. Um, don't be staring at that and be like, oh man, a big one's coming. <laughs> like just, you need to be paying, again, your focus needs to be on her, not the machine, not the monitors, not your phone, not how you're feeling. It's got to be 100% on her. I promise you will be able to pick up on so much more information by observing her and her behavior than you ever could from a machine. I wish. Yeah, and I would say, I mean, this is, we're all kind of guilty of this, right? I, even as a doula, like yeah. I have, I totally will like look and see how far apart they are, how yeah. strong they're kind like you're, it's tempting and it's interesting. And even mom likes to look at it. Yeah. But I would say if you feel like you're tempted to look at it, then use it like a game, like see if you can catch the next one without looking at the monitor by watching mom. Yeah. Um, maybe use it to get into a flow because you're noticing, oh, this every time I do see that coming up on the monitor, this is how her body is changing. But don't just look at the monitor. Right. The beautiful part about birth is you can have no monitors, no vaginal exams, nobody touching mom, and you know exactly where she's at during mm -hmm. birth with enough practice. Yeah. So she will, she'll move through that. She will flow through that naturally. And your job is just to be a part of that support, helping her get to the other side. It, it's not, it, it has a flow. It has a purpose. You're just there to help it keep moving comfortably for her. Mm -hmm. All right. Number six, no sleeping or leaving while your partner is in labor, unless she's sleeping too, or you have a doula or some other support with her there. And we kind of already talked about that, but let us hit this up just a little more. That is one of the advantages to having a doula there is it's just a second set of hands. It's a, another person who is making it their job to make sure that she's comfortable and has everything she needs physically, emotionally. And it is kind of nice. You can sort of tap out sometimes and that can be a relief. Yeah. In fact, I was actually hired as a doula because they knew, like it, he was very aware, like I need my rest and I want to make sure she's supported. And she was very much, yes, he needs his rest and I want to make sure I'm supported too. <laughs> um, so, and it worked out great. He was actually able to take a nap. It was coming up towards transition. So we're in that really active labor. They had been going at it for a while. It was middle of the night and then he was able to jump back in, but that wouldn't have been appropriate if he didn't have somebody there to make sure that she had the support she needed. Number seven, no stinky smells. <laughs> Nothing stinky. Nothing. Speaking of... <laughs> you cannot eat stinky foods. You cannot make stinky smells. And that includes no poo breaks in her private bathroom. Okay. We all know those take hours 
for starters, right? Guys, we already yeah. talked about no leaving mom. Um, but the other thing is we just, even as doulas, like we do not go to the bathroom nope. in the mom's bathroom. And I mean pee or number two. Like you stay out of that. That is her space. Yeah. That counts for you too. <laughs> and if you think it doesn't smell, you're wrong. The you're smell wrong. lingers and it definitely wafts into the birthing room. She does not, nobody needs that. The nurses do don't Do you ever want to see your, your partner angry? Like more angry than you yeah. can imagine? Do that. So Okay, stinky foods. Let's give examples. Okay. Um, things with onions. Yep. Yep. Garlic. Garlic. Um, bringing in something like, hey, sweetie, the doula's here. I'm going to go get some fried chicken. Right? (laughs) Or some other, like, you bring it into the room and you're never getting, like, your baby will go home smelling like that. Don't bring that. I would even say things like peanuts, though, or um, a stinky beef jerky, if that's certainly not Mm -hmm. her thing. I mean, things that are going to be hard to get off your hands, get off of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get rid of those smells. And along with that, you need to bring a toothbrush and toothpaste and mints and or gum. Yep. All of the above. And also make sure that you ask, maybe on your birthplace tour, um, where's a bathroom that I can use that's not in her room? And you never leave. If you do have to go to the bathroom and you don't have a doula, you make sure a nurse is with her. Uh You don't just walk out of the room. And that obviously depends at which stage of labor she's in and whatever. I mean, unless you are going to poop your pants if your woman is pushing. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, there are times that you don't walk out of the room. So, yeah. Did you mention deodorant? Oh, no. Make sure you have deodorant, and if necessary, something to do a couple security wipes, maybe a change of underwear. You don't know how long you're going to be there. (laughs) Nobody needs to be smelling anything stinky at all. Yes, totally agree. Okay. Number eight, do not listen to the provider over your partner and her preferences. This one is huge because I feel like a lot of partners are not comfortable with the pushback. Yeah. Or maybe even they don't fully buy into what mom is going for and they maybe put that medical provider um, a little ahead or above that, maybe her preferences, Mm -hmm. even in a sense of like, but they must know best. It's the safest because, or in a way that just doesn't respect her wishes. Hopefully you've done your research. Hopefully you've listened to, um, rule number three that we gave just now. (laughs) And you know, you've done birth prep right alongside her, you know, just as much as she does. And so hopefully this just isn't even an issue for you, but keep in mind that unless it's a true emergency, meaning they are wheeling her to the OR as we speak, everything else you should have time to discuss together, the two of you. And we really recommend that you do that. It's okay to just say, to whoever's suggesting whatever, um, you know, go through what are the benefits, what are the risks, are there alternatives, what happens if we wait or say no, and then respectfully ask for a time to discuss it together. Right. Yeah, you. that's absolutely, you're right. Okay, number nine, do not start or stop any comfort measures suddenly. What does that mean? So what we mean is there's things that you can do that bring incredible relief to mom. Of course, we teach these techniques all within the birth course, things like counter pressure and massage. But as a contraction starting, if you all of a sudden put that pressure on right away, you don't ease it on gradually, it can actually be more jolting and painful and have the opposite effect of what you want to create. Um, Both when you're you know, applying that comfort to her, it eases on gradually. It goes off gradually. Right. Yeah. It doesn't stop. It's very jarring if you do it quickly. But I, and I would say 
another thing that just gets really irritating is like massaging in the same place. Oh, like you yeah. can just feel the back and forth. Like it starts off good and then you're like, are you freaking kidding me? Move your hand. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Do something different. Maybe they're trying to give you a foot rub and they've been in the arch of your foot for forever doing the same movement. Like Right. And, yeah. and right. Like with a mom in labor, she's going to be like, okay, stop. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. I don't want any more massage. It means stop doing it like that. Like find yeah. somewhere else to do it. So yeah. Be, and, I mean, head back to number two. Don't complain about anything. Oh, you're tired? Like, sorry. You still got a massage nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And last, number 10, don't show your fear. Now, I feel like we need to put a disclaimer with this one. Stephanie and I, we both have three boys each. We have husbands. We are complete advocates for men freely expressing emotions. We don't believe that boys have to be tough and not cry and all that kind of stuff. We think it's... Maybe Courtney believes that. <laughs> We believe that it's healthy and normal and natural and encouraged for men to be able to express um, emotion and things like that. But you guys, this is just not the setting for you to sit there and um, tell her all the things that you're worried about and all the things that you fear surrounding birth. It's just not really the place. This is your time to be cool as a cucumber, um, her be rock. strong, yes. her rock, her cheerleader. Yeah, I think there... There is that moment, especially for first-time partners, I would say, where you're watching the woman that you love going through the most difficult thing she has ever done, and she's doing it well, but she might even reach that point, we talk about this, where she's not sure if she can go on, and that might make you unsure if she can go Mm -hmm. on. Your job is to not give into any of what you might be feeling right there, but to stand strong as her rock and you let her know that you know she can, even if you're unsure, because she will feel one way or the other. And if you give her that confidence, that support, that could be the thing that boosts her through to the very end. And that's no joke. Absolutely. Reassure her, cheer her on, be that rock. You got it. Okay. For all of our badgering that we just did, right? Let us say that we absolutely love you. Obviously, we cannot do this without our birth partners. Um, We joke, and some of these are funny, and then some of them are not so funny, right, if they really happen. Um, But overall, we got in this together. Like, we need each other to walk through this space, and that's why we want to throw some of this at you, to just kind of put that responsibility and that love, that capability on you so that you guys are working in this together because that's really what this is all about. It's going to bond you closer together than any experience you've ever walked through before. And if you give it and give her the time and attention and love that it deserves, it's going to be incredible for both of you. All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you.